Oh, we were going. That was all my shit. <laughs> Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that's about to get heavy into the soup game. We're going to start our own soup company. Yeah, it's going to be. It's actually we're going to call it. Uh, we're going to call it St. Louis Podcast Company. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of and podcast. We just make soup. Yeah, we're going to really just, confuse make, the shit out of people. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to know what you're getting. It's audio soup for your soul. <laughs> that's right. It's your host Matt Doima with Nathan Smezrud. <laughs> uh, ready to make the soup or audio. I don't know what he's doing today. We've got... It's me, Joe Cocosello. All right. It's super extremely hungover. Third mic, Joe Cocosello. <laughs> so it's just a normal Sunday for Joe. Got it. Uh, <laughs> and today, you guys, we're making awful history yet again. Really? Yes. Because anyone who knows this podcast knows that we've had a, like every Andrew in existence on it before, right? This is true, right? Well, mm-hmm. this is like the this is the the this is the fourth Nathan we've had on the podcast. Hey. And, and how does that make you feel? <laughs> You're number four. Uh, I mean, you know, worldwide, pretty good. Yeah, right. That's good considering. Uh, There's some good Nathan's perspective there. On the podcast today, we have comedian Nate. Abshire, you guys, welcome to the podcast, Nate. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. This is great. Had a lot of fun in the pre-show banter. It was so much fun. I thought we were doing the show already. <laughs> it's a well, seamless we, we, transition every time. Sometimes we just <laughs> never clip that and throw it on the end if it's fun. And I might because that St. Louis Bread Company riff is hilarious. <laughs> it's ridiculous that Panera. Why couldn't they just rename the place Panera? <laughs> <laughs> They make they make a whole different thing. Did you lose all you your... really only confuse one city by doing that. <laughs> yeah, right. but that's the city that started you. Show some respect, all right? <laughs> then they should have kept St. Louis. Is that the other thing? Was like, were they like, wow, you know what? Um, you guys make some pretty good soup for an almost fast food restaurant that only makes soup. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, do you guys, uh, but we've been like showing this around to other cities and they really just... Um, they don't the like Saint, don't like they, the St. Louis in the name. Yeah, they don't like the name. It's like, uh, so marketing came back. Company. What is Market- this barbecue soup? Mar- <laughs> Mar- marketing came back. Uh, we're not doing well in Chicago, Kansas City. Uh, uh, Pretty Dallas much everywhere that's not like St. Louis. Right. I um, feel like the 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 word St. Louis market well in St. Louis and nowhere else. Nowhere else. <laughs> No one wants like St. Louis style anything except people in St. Louis. They're like, this is what we do. Yeah, right. Uh, even like even in barbecue, there's a there's a there's a uh, type of rib they call the St. Louis cut. And every place that serves it is immediately says, no, no, no. It's ma- named after the guy. He, his name was St. Louis. <laughs> it's not it's not the city. It's not. No, it's not the city. If you go it's to a, a religious fa- thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a it's a Catholic style rib. Yeah. It's named after the Catholic Church. Right. That goes better than St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. The, the controversy between doing St. Louis or the Catholic Church, it's Catholic Church. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it. St. Right. Louis Catholic Church. Same Fuck thing. it. Call it Panera. What does that mean? No one knows. <laughs> Sounds good, though, right? Right. 
but we're not here just to talk about places that make Wait, soup and hold bread. On. Uh, so Panera means bread basket. Oh, in like fucking Latin. And right. I didn't know this. Abel Payne, the fucking you remember that company? Nope. No. Alban Pan. What it was like a fucking another bread soup place that was like a fancy <laughs> East Coast thing. I think that they combined to to form Panera Bread because people Americans couldn't pronounce the stupid French name, and then people hated St. Louis that weren't from St. Louis, so they were just like, okay. oh, you know what? Let's just make it a fucking word. There were like Latin. two companies with weird names that made upscale prison food, and they were like, <laughs> let's just make ourselves one thing. What's they, your guys? They cut thing? open the bag that said bags. rule and then pour it into a <laughs> into a Actually, renamed. Maybe it's an anti-French sentiment because that sounds like a French name in St. Louis. You know, maybe just mm-hmm. we just we're America, freedom fries, bread, yeah. Panera, whatever. I I'm, like it. I'm pretty surprised that Freedom Fries never took off. <laughs> I like I thought we would have completely like eradicated French if, fries by now. If you work the road, there are places where freedom fries are still going strong. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder is there is there a, is there a correlation with that and uh, uh, poor schools and uh, let's see here um, COVID uh, numbers? Is, 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 <laughs> I mean, probably. I, I, I have I have a feel there's a weird Venn diagram where those things all kind of. Oh like, man. I was just in uh, Bismarck. No offense <laughs> to no. anyone here that lives in Bismarck. None taken. <laughs> but, uh, the the hotel had like the lobby was full of nine eleven commemorative painting. Yep. <laughs> yep. I stayed. And in hotel. one of them, one of them has a picture of the Pentagon on fire and an F sixteen flying away. Yep. It and it looks like an F sixteen bombed the Pentagon. <laughs> yes. oh, I saw that too. It's the most amazing painting I've ever seen. But it's supposed to be like they were guarding, but like you don't show the damage. <laughs> you're commemorating the guardians, and you're showing their biggest failure okay. of all fucking time. Or that hotel is a really 9-11 conspiracy, th- conspiracy theory themed hotel. And they're just like, listen, oh. we did 9-11. We did it. This is, this <laughs> yeah. is the proof. Jesse it was Ventura's the quality a owner. Bismarck. Yep. No, I, I I was there. But they have a great bar. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How did the cows, how did they melt? They they reached the degree. <laughs> like, who's got a better Jesse Ventura impression? <laughs> what about building seven? You know, yes. I got the documents. We're not here oh. just to talk about conspiracy theories. No, we, we could. We could do that for a whole episode. We could. But no, this is the Awful Service Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about uh, different customer service jobs and the stories there within. Uh, Nate, the very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former job's filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. That's quite a song. I've never, that was. Yeah, we we have ditties for days, sir. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. The production values through the roof. Yes. Yeah, we have we have four out of five songs written by Mr. Rogers and then make believe friends. Take that other podcast that also probably have themes by Mr. Rogers and the make believe friends. <laughs> yeah. 
They they literally have it for like six other podcasts since. Yeah, we like to think they're the only one. They want to they want to take over the podcast Diddy uh, uh, circuit. That's all they want. And you know what? You got to. It's an important it. network. Yeah. Very much so. Shout out Find to uh, Devin Cook and uh, Zach Strange Alwyn and the rest of the crew. So so start wherever you'd like and you know, just go from there. Uh well let's see here. I used to work at a head shop. That was Ooh. pretty fun. Uh, it- and by fun I mean not fun. It was not <laughs> fun. It, it, <laughs> a lot of people think that like working at a head shop is very chill. And it's really, you're dealing with people that are barely functioning and, and also in a quasi legal state <laughs> the whole time. Well, yeah, cause, cause for Stop the, saying bong. It's a tobacco pipe. So. Water yeah, pipe, yeah, it's water a water pipe. pipe. Water I pipe. know that Joe's been scolded about this several times. And it's just tell me the fucking bong, bro. You're not a cop. <laughs> Are you 18? No, you can't even look at these. <laughs> For the listeners, the uh, Minnesota has like a lot of weird laws about paraphernalia. Like we can sell it anywhere, but you have to like call it other things. You can't call it what it is. You can't say, oh, it's a bong. That's a... That's right. a, a so yeah, they have to this call is the used thing. for tobacco only is like so the, the sign that's in the in the glass piece the case. Bar, like bongs are it's a slang for for drug paraphernalia. Yeah, the same the exact same device called a water pipe is clearly for tobacco and right. I can sell it to you. But if you <laughs> call it a bong, you're implying that you're going to do something illegal. No more. No pipes for you. Nope. <laughs> It's a really and sad. It's it's sad when you think about it. I think it's like, beautiful. Really? Really? You think it's sad? I think, I it's, think it's beautiful. Sad. Why can't we just say the thing? Because we're doing the same thing. But it's like a joke. I think like, you're looking at it wrong. Everybody's winking and doing like a little like. Yeah, like that's the fun kid. part, right? <laughs> Is you're like, ah, it's, it's not a bong, kid. I can't. What are you doing? Do a secret agent using you're code doing words. something illegal. Are you trying to sell me cocaine? <laughs> what do you get you your nose for? I can't wait to go put a fat nug of tobacco in this later. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I, they should almost know. have to be forced to buy ground up tobacco. <laughs> it's, it's just... <laughs> Every time they buy a water pipe. The best part is what people would try to do returns. Yep. <laughs> where they would like, go, they would like take a pipe, go and smoke something illegal out of it. And then bring it back and be like, this thing broke. And I'd be like, you have to get the fuck out of here, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like this reeks of illegal drugs, which is not what I sold it to you for. For the record. (laughs) Tobacco. It was silly. uh, By the way, can we steal that painting? Is that a stealable painting? Or do they have that that uh, the commemorative 9-11 painting nailed down? You think it's nailed down? I don't remember. I didn't inspect it closely enough. I'm not even. They had stay at multiple the ones, so they might not have noticed if you took the fuck the. We need the to put F-16. something in its place. I've uh, watched well, Indiana Jones. Oh no! All we do, all you do is you take it and then you put a frame up that just says "Never Forget." Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. They had. They also. I don't know. It was like the hotel also on their marquee outside just said "Support the troops." Yep. That was there in September as well. Wait. Wait. Aren't we? Out of all home. home. <laughs> so what are we are we supporting the troops as they go through therapy and transition them. into being not at war? We just support them, man. Just whatever. Whatever those heroes not, need. 
not financially or with medical care or with psychiatric care or jobs. No, no. What if platitudes? I mean, the, the awful service podcast and Nate Abshire both support the troops. No. We we very much are no. like no, 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 like the the men, the dude, the people, no, the ladies. Not. It's I mean, like, you guys okay. can. That's cool. I'm not into it. I was about to say, who are you? Who are you speaking for, Joe? I think I think, I think we all well, make like, our own decisions, I, and I like, think that or, the people that sent you to go do some shit should support you. I didn't have anything to do with it. Right. I, I wasn't. Don't get me wrong. Asia. We're cool. Right. You I'm don't not, not think, support the troops. I mean, I you know it depends on the troop. <laughs> exactly. It's on, on a it's, troop by troop basis. Yeah, yes. I'm on a. I'm it's on a person to person basis. Troop basis. <laughs> So I support you. I don't. Some you, people you just wanted to go shoot a bunch of people. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just a racist. You're no. And do, then do you know who needs support, though? Head shop workers, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> across this country, head shop workers are having to deal with people and can you kick them out of stores for saying words like bong? Yeah, we should go rips. change the sign on the marquee. <laughs> Most <laughs> they just support our frontline workers. What? Take to oh, take down God. the 9-11 painting, start putting up like, you know, I was Grateful a soldier Dead, in the war on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't that over? Oh, is that's a war that the war that's an drug. unwinnable war. We won and the war on drugs, pull. Joe. What are you talking about? What, Have you not been to the grocery store and seen Flintstones creamer? Uh, uh, peanut butter and jelly hot wings. The, uh, there's Sour Patch Kids cereal. The stoners won the drug war. Okay, I'm I'm fully in belief of this. I think but that's anyway. a war that the government needs to pull out of. So 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 Nate, you're working in a head shop. You're kicking kids out because they're saying bong instead of water pipe. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this it's, has to be a trip. You, did you just sell K two? What's that? Oh yeah! Oh my God, that stuff was so nasty. <laughs> oh oh my God, weed. I never, I never smoked it, but that was honestly like the low point, <laughs> if you would believe it, of working <laughs> the in a shop tobacco industry. shop mm -hmm. was the K two era because everyone knew it was going to be illegal at some point, very soon. Yeah, but it mm -hmm. was like that shit came from china for basically free hmm? <laughs> like the amount of money that shops were paying for it and the amount of money they were selling it for and over would, fist oh my god it was just like because what they did was is they synthesized the chemical that's mm -hmm. not technically illegal yet and then they just took bulk plant matter mm -hmm. this wasn't like stuff that had been cleared for human consumption because it was sold as an incense. You're just putting catnip in it, like like there was. I mean, literally lower grade than than catnip. Like <laughs> because they there was a warning on every bag of K two that said not for human consumption, incense only. <laughs> the same loophole as the water pipe, right? Like I'm selling this to you <laughs> as an incense. I know you're gonna smoke it in the parking lot because you're a fucking degenerate. <laughs> but that'll be thirty dollars. <laughs> um it cost us a nickel i mean if if that because it wasn't like it wasn't leaves no. do you know do you have you like been to your grandma's house and you know that bowl of potpourri that's like mm -hmm. sticks and like weird nuts you've never seen before and just like shards of like papyrus mm -hmm. just like random weird plants 
Like yep. you st- stuck your fist <laughs> inside of a petrified tree and just came out with some random shit from 500 years ago. Yeah. That's what they sprayed K2 on. <laughs> yep. So they spray the chemical on that shit and then they just smash it to make it like look like shake, basically. Yeah. And then people were just like smoking it and they're like, dude, this is this was not good. And I was like, that's what I told you when you bought it. Like I would actively <laughs> discourage people from buying it. I was like, dude, it's you not some good. K2 here. It's like, yeah, but you don't want it. You don't don't. I recommend bath salts, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> could I, could I, could I interest you in some salvia. You want to catch a real buzz with no gritty aftertaste. Bath salts is a better <laughs> alternative. Did you have the other like the other weird shit they always would sell like uh I like the 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 reindeer mushrooms? No, we didn't do reindeer mushrooms. This oh, was yeah. also like man, must have been like 2004. Mm-hmm. So this was like a long time ago. I don't remember. Yeah, no, I, I remember because I remember I'd go to head shops to buy water pipes and uh I <laughs> I would <laughs> they would have the little section and be like K2 salvia uh, they'd have like uh, other some other weird like it's an herbal thing, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they'd have they would literally have these like freeze dry. They were like the mushrooms that you'd get up in like Scandinavia, the ones that the the, the reindeer eat and get all fucked up on. <laughs> I've what? never seen how they, that. How, That's how, amazing. There was a very small legal window of it like in the mid 2000s. We're like, well, this hasn't been made illegal yet. So like some but farmers it's coming like, stock oh, up. <laughs> well, that's like that's what happened with salvia. <laughs> I remember when the uh, cloves got when I, I was working at the tobacco shop when cloves became illegal mm-hmm. and some people bought us out. <laughs> there were some chicks with black fingernails that were not about to be out of cloves cigarettes for a minute. They bought cartons of Dijarums. Yeah, Dijarums. Dijarum blacks. You lick your lips. It tastes like cookies and cream, baby. Oh, that's yeah. a lot more than I knew about it. I, d- I dated a goth chick once. Um, <laughs> so I'm into it. The average, the average customer looking like a half tweaker. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you also sell the the, the 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 that was essentially a crack pipe or meth pipe? No, we didn't sell bubbles. Mm-hmm. No, uh, that was the there was a corner store we'd send people to. We didn't want that kind of <laughs> that kind of clientele. They're like, no, nah, you go down there, they got you. You know, we're a classy place, but you want some yeah. K2? You want some K2? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it, it was a weird. It's just a like, it's also so tough to be baked doing that because like you, I think a lot of people think about your boss is going to be a stoner when you're working there and you're absolute. He's absolutely not. <laughs> He's a very high-strung Palestinian man. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> like, sitting down? Like he walks in, and we're listening to. We got like Modest Mouse on the speakers in the store, right, or something. You know, era appropriate. What, what is when this, this happened? And he's like, "This is Bob Marley only." <laughs> in the store. We listen to Bob Marley, and we're like, "Dude, I'm so fucking sick of Bob Marley right now." <laughs> okay, you throw on Grateful Dead. Um. So in that way, it was it was a lot more stressful than I think the expectation is for people for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I mean, 
I don't necessarily regret it. You know, one thing that was fun is I worked in Dinky Town, and in those days, Dinky Town, all the service industry people hung out, and it was a cool group of friends. Like that was like in my twenties when I still had friends, mm-hmm. um, which is just wild to think about now. Yeah, we're like just like, like a crew. Well, <laughs> yeah. do you remember when you're in your twenties and you like you just like go hang out with like show up at a house and hang out with like nine people and they're like <laughs> just, just randomly the evening? come and go. Yeah, perish the thought. I'm in my 30s now, and like it takes six months to get one of my friends at a coffee shop. <laughs> and even then, they only got an hour, and they got it right. Their, they got right. A thing like, and, and then they they've got three kid with kids with. Yeah. yeah, every time, like, all right, man. Like, sorry, oh, couldn't find. Now a you're sitter. the one that's bailing. <laughs> right. I, I can't do this. <laughs> I know how babies are made, and I, uh, I didn't make any of them. I know how. That's how I didn't have it. Right. Uh, so, so that aspect of it was cool. I did, I did that for a while. And then I worked in tech support for a long time, which was same boss. Yeah. Only Bob Murray on the whole music. Why are you playing this? Modest mouse. Bob Modest mouse. Uh, what is this shy mouse you play? <laughs> Poor mouse. Why aren't you pushing K2 on these people while they're waiting for their computers to be fixed? No one wants to smoke K2 and fucking what? If, if listening to said mouse. I started doing uh, I started doing stand-up when I worked. Uh, I was doing tech support at Northwest Airlines. And oh, that's a that's a you're why did it fail there? Northwest. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had already been bought by Delta, but they hadn't rebranded the buildings yet so it was technically i was working for delta but it was like at the north it was the st louis flying flying plane company (laughs) (laughs) soon to be panera (laughs) which sounds like an airline panera air that would be great i'd fly panera air and you get soup and sandwiches the soup (laughs) hot soup on every plane (laughs) everyone please put your soup away we're experiencing some turbulence hold your soup everyone put your soup in in an upright position now that i think about it there's not a lot of soup on flights (laughs) there is there is one scene captured in uh cinema someone trying to eat soup on a turbulent plane it's uh in the movie hook (laughs) really it's true Really? Yeah, Robin really? Robin really? Williams is uh, uh, afraid of flying. That's you know because he forgot he was Peter Pan. Uh, and when they're going to England to visit Grandma Wendy, uh, they're on a plane that's super turbulent. He's freaking out, and there's some lady across the aisle trying to eat soup slowly <laughs> while it's like jumping around on her table. <laughs> I don't know why that memory is so vivid for me, but that's exactly that's immediately what I started thinking about. Just thinking, man, that bisque looks amazing. I love, I love how what kind movie, of soup that is. Someone could just be failing to eat soup and there wouldn't be soup fucking everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like if you're just eating soup on the ground and you make a wrong move, there's just fucking it's soup. Everywhere. Right? <laughs> it's the world's most unpredictable food. <laughs> you have a lap like full of Campbell's. Dip a chicken nugget in sauce while you're driving. Like, just <laughs> put a gun to my head. <laughs> Uh, they just why don't they that's what we need to develop is a, a sauce holder for the steering wheel let's make it happen but then if you turn yeah. <laughs> well there we is figure, a, we'll figure it out sweet later. and sour in your lap put a gyroscope uh, on it so it can ride the steering wheel <laughs> one, of, one of my friends was a traveling salesman uh did uh for liquor 
He was he was a uh, like a liquor sales rep, and uh, he would eat in his car all the time. He actually got uh, they make a for your steering wheel. It's like a you click it onto your steering wheel, and then it just becomes a table, so you could just eat there. Oh, like you a can't little turn. tray like, table. It's a like nice in little, and out. Yeah. <laughs> more like a airplane uh, fold down table. <laughs> That's cute. But that would be cool to have the Fred Flintstone like the the out the window you just leave your food right there like like if you drive it i'd really like if my passenger seat was just a dinner table (laughs) (laughs) can i get a ride and i'm like i gotta get in the back man yeah i i would i would let you sit up front but you know i have this uh i got a fondue set going on right here (laughs) i got i got priorities right every time you gas it they just get a lap full of soup (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're you're working for for delta doing t- tech support so were you, were you helping people with like they're like doing uh flight changes or no no it was all internal so i only helped delta employees like if you have like a ticket scanner that's not working or whatever mostly though most of our calls were retirees trying to log into their flight benefit account <laughs> That's most of just like old pilots that are like, I'm trying to go on a flight. I can't log in. So you just reset Uh, passwords. Trying to go into a flight. (laughs) (laughs) They can't help but talk on the phone like that. (laughs) Can't seem to figure out how to get into this. Please, please support. If you look out the left of your cubicle, you will see a. (laughs) You will see Brenda from It's a water machine. (laughs) I was. When I had that job, I do you guys ever get like boners from being too tired? Oh, yeah, <laughs> a sleepy boner. Yeah, you get sleepy boners. Yeah, that's happened before. It that was the first again. job I ever got sleepy boners at because, like, in those days, I was doing mics. And so, what I would do is I would like work eight to five mm-hmm. and then I would drive to wherever the first mic was that night and I would sleep in the parking lot for like three hours until the mic started. Then I would like go in, do a set, stay out. I'd like, if there were any other sets, I'd go do those, stay out until two in the morning and then like go home, pass out, go to work. I'd sleep through my lunch break. I'd go to my car and nap for a half hour during my lunch break. And then I like go back in, but that was the first place where I like would start to just get (laughs) exhaustion boners where I'm like just struggling to keep my eyes open at the keyboard. And my dick's like, what are we doing here, man? <laughs> I feel like something's going on. Need to fall asleep? Need me to help you out? Yeah, that's that's what your dick is doing. It's essentially like, dude, you seem tired. You know what'll make you go right to sleep? Is like it, like more than eating Thanksgiving turkey? Just jerk me off a little bit. It's a like, very it's- alarming feeling to be like about to pass out and then exhaustion boners are just one of the weirdest parts of the male anatomy Mm -hmm. (laughs) nate you're late for this meeting and then you have to just you're like you can't stand so you it it was more likely to happen in training i'm I'm like doing stuff right but then when you're in training you're just sitting there and someone's talking and i'm like ah (laughs) where's my trapper keeper i gotta put this on my lap to control the situation so, so, God, suddenly your trainer's like that that, yeah. that that new guy nate he he's really attracted to me it was weird <laughs> he were, i was talking i looked he just had a rager just ready for it he, i don't know he seemed disinterested he was a little out of it but then i looked down and man he was at attention 
Yeah, tech support really makes that dude hard. Full bird. <laughs> that guy gets really hard over fucking helping reset this guy passwords. Loves Windows. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a residual side effect from all the K2. Uh, <laughs> probably secondhand K2. Secondhand K2. <laughs> I used to try to talk people out of getting K2 just because I didn't want to open the case. Oh. It just smelled so fucking bad. And also the guilt of because it could possibly actually kill them because there were actual <sighs> cases of people dying of K2. Well, we know you're gonna smoke this. Don't smoke this. Free base. I mean, be a man. I'm a firm believer that everyone gets to go to hell however they want. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I wasn't fun trying on the way to, down. Like I, I would feel bad if I hard sold anyone on it, but I was like actively discouraging people. I was like, "This is garbage. Go get some weed." You're like your ex girlfriend and her new boyfriend come in, and you're like, "Ah, he guys tried K two. <laughs> Try the <laughs> maximum power stuff. That's the real shit. That's what you want." Yeah. You gotta really, and then just like blow it into each other's mouths back and forth. Yeah, that's what oh, you need to do. God. Really, really get it deep in your fucking cells. Get it in there, and then when you get when you get that sleepy boner later, you can thank me. Yeah, think of me. <laughs> <laughs> sleepy boner, another terrible improv troupe name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they that one didn't age well. No. Actually, that was also a group of 65-year-old retirees. <laughs> <laughs> really got into improv. improv. Why was the St. Louis Improv Company taken? <laughs> <laughs> They're getting cease and desist from uh, Panera. Uh, <laughs> oh. So you're working, you're working the tech support at the airline. Yep. Doing that, sleeping in your car which that's insane uh i mean i remember it's my very mics. JK, it's very jk rowling of you is it i don't know anything about it wasn't she like homeless for a while sleeping in her car uh, while riding harry i mean potter? i like riding like harry potter it was just a, it was a long drive to get home so i just like and and much like jk rowling we later found out that nate abshire also has some very specific thoughts of gender <laughs> After he put out a lot of beloved children's books. We all know this, right? Come on. We we're not here to talk about that. That is categorically untrue. <laughs> You've never. And he supports children. the troops. I have zero. Thought. No, I don't support the troops. I support the social warriors. <laughs> and the head shop employees. And the head shop employees. See, that, that's, that needs to be a union. The union. <laughs> the, <laughs> the union of a uh, the union of of pipe sellers and uh, uh, black light enthusiasts. Uh, those those Pakistani uh, head shop owners would never let a union happen. And they want to play something other than Bob Marley? No, this is bullshit. They're going to play. They're going to play sad rodent music. Yes, <laughs> it sounds like sad robots in here. <laughs> I think the best job I ever had. Like my favorite job was delivering pizzas by a Hell yeah. mile. Hell it's yeah. like the first job I've ever gotten where like your first week, people are like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> like, <laughs> like every job you get hired for, they want to make it, they want to act like what you do is vital. <laughs> That's like, the, and they want the you to be 
part of the team. Yeah, okay. Join the family. All of that shit, right? That's the title of the of the training menu. <laughs> and a pizza, it's a pizza deli- like it's, it's not, not big that big of a deal. It's not that big, right? Like, and it's two pages. It's like even just- like you're folding clothes at Gap, and they're like, "This is serious. Mm-hmm. This is you your are board. the last line of defense <laughs> against wrinkles and but creases." No. When I got the job at the pizza place, people were just like, "Look, man, you just bring them the pizzas." Yeah, that's the that's the job, not the head shop manager that's stoned. It's the pizza yeah. manager that's stoned. Yeah. And it's it was such like that job was great. Conversely, I did Bite Squad for a couple months and that job eats my ass. It's right. the worst <laughs> in the, the fucking world. Awful. On the surface, it looks like the same. Right. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is bringing food to people. But. The difference is like when you're delivering pizza from a store, you get to check out on the way home. Mm-hmm. Like when you're driving back to the store, you're just on autopilot. You get to relax, smoke a cigarette, but you're always going to a new place when you work bite squad. And you're always on a timer when I'm, when I'm not bringing a pizza to someone, I'm not on a timer when I work for one store. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, and then also Bite Squad was stealing tips, which you don't get back, by the way, when they like get sued by the government for stealing tips. They're just like, oh, you can't do that anymore. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Class action. No, yeah, you never stop it. <laughs> like, I never get the hundreds of dollars that they fucking stole from me back. <laughs> they just yeah. like don't get to do that to someone else, which is like, <laughs> oh, cool, cool. I'm glad that the laws are coded this way. <laughs> If I stole a fucking hot bag from them, I could get arrested. <laughs> but they stole hundreds of dollars from me and they just don't get to do it anymore. That's the penalty. Well, you just cool. don't have a lobbyist for yourself. You just got to go buy a lobbyist. I love capitalism so much. <laughs> oh, you don't have lobbyists? Uh, we'll, we'll just send Joe for you. Joe will be your lobbyist. Can you get one on Fiverr? <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna contact my local lobbyist. head shop union. All yeah. right, they're gonna get behind me. My no. lawyer has an OnlyFans. I don't even know if she's. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I, like every other job besides pizza delivery, they're like it's like serious. They take it seriously, yeah. even though we're it's a not. family. Okay. Oh God, I hate when they go into that shit. Oh God. But it's Just almost like the Marines. You. It's like this is my rifle. This is my. <laughs> there are many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> yeah this it, is my pizza wheel <laughs> this is my folding board it's very it's very refreshing to to work a job where they're like look man this is pretty easy <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be real dumb not to get this <laughs> like this is you go you hand them the food you take the money that's that's it do you ever have an uncontrollable urge to just turn a pizza box upside down well don't do that <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> Other than that, it's self-explanatory. Go finish your training out back and smoke some weed with the manager. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is your final test. This is our team building exercise. <laughs> no, that's the game of hacky sack after they uh, smoke. <laughs> the smoke <laughs> weed. So you're, Shouldn't we you're be like making pizzas? Piece? Boy, this is your first day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was always like. You know, you'd always be like, like, I always talk to other drivers and they're like, yeah, man, you don't want to get it there too fast. <laughs> then they expect it. Because then when we're busy, like, because then when if we're busy, they expect it. Mm-hmm. 
right? You got to, whoa, really slow it down. You can't get it there too hot either. That's a yellow light, bro. That's the, you stop on yellows. (laughs) We stop on yellows here at Domino's. (laughs) Oh, I, I was, I did pizza delivery for a while myself. So did Nate. Um, The weirdest thing I ever had to deliver to was an insane asylum. Oh, wow. On Fridays, they got to uh, order uh, takeout food. But for one hour, the delivery drivers could come, and I had to literally have hot food and then go through security to make sure we weren't, like, sneaking them, like, <laughs> you know, K2 or some shit, you know, or whatever. Like they, they, What are you sneaking in to an insane asylum? They Why would weapons, anyone weapons. want those people to get out? They, <laughs> they, they were worried about, like, people sneaking, like, weapons or I mean, drugs. We had to break Sarah Connor out of an insane asylum. I, I guess that's true. true. It was it, uh, honestly that was a very similar way to deliver pizzas. They strap the person down, and then I had to bring the pizza into the room. I'm not going to tell you about how many times I licked an eyeball, um, <laughs> but it was crazy because I'd be sitting in a queue, and I had I was working for the independent pizza place, and next to me was the Domino's driver, the Pizza Hut driver, the Chinese delivery driver. Uh, the sub shop, because this, this was before um, they had all the third parties, so the sub shop driver, and we're all just sitting there in this weird, like, queue. Do you, guys, do you guys all, like, swap and delivery stories? <laughs> like, talking uh, shop? So Who are we, you bringing this to? Well, we, oh, yeah, she's a cra- she's a psychopath. Because every Friday, uh, every Friday, we would all, it was always the same people who were working Fridays, because it was Friday from between th- uh, four and five. That they could do this. So one day we we're all just chatting in line. And they're like, we're like, so we're all wearing our uniforms, and we all thought it. We, we all just like, were talking. We thought it'd be funny. So we went to this pizza buffet in town, all wearing our uniforms for the different <laughs> pizza places that we were working at. <laughs> and we're all sitting, and people would just stop as they're walking by and just kind of look over. And it's a Domino's driver. I was working for the independent place, and we all had the hat, the matching hat and uh, shirt with logos. Now that's a crew. <laughs> Yeah, that was right. that was a crew right there. We, Those we, guys are planning a heist. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven toppings, you know. Uh, that was what we were. That's what we called ourselves. Uh, <laughs> Another terrible improv name. <laughs> you guys were all gonna do improv. It was gonna be great. It was yes and need a suggestion show. from the restaurant. Why are you guys hanging out? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, our other our other name was going to be yes and extra cheese. <laughs> I I, uh, I had a job for a while as a porter at a automotive shop, which is basically like uh, an a, it's it's a mechanics assistant basically. <laughs> okay. Like you, you like mop the floors, empty the oil buckets, like that. Like go and pick people up with the courtesy shuttle that kind of shit. Um, the other thing you do a lot of is, is running parts. So we need a part for this car. So you go to the dealership that has the part. If our dealership doesn't, that kind of thing. And uh, it was, it was actually Halloween. And I went to get a part from the infinity dealership. That was like across the street. So unbeknownst to me, when I was parking, their parking lot was like kind of full. I like, I did a three point turn in the parking lot. So that the van would be pointing out. But from the parts desk, one of the girls that worked the parts desk thought that I hit a car in the parking lot, like from inside. I was on the other side of vehicles from her, and she just like thought that I hit one of their cars. (laughs) So I come in, I come in to get the parts, and she says, you got kind of close to that 
Ford Explorer. I don't remember the maker mm-hmm. model of the car, but you got kind of close to that car. And I was like, well, yeah, it's a tight, you know, there's a lot of cars out there. And that's all she says to me. Secretly, they have called the police <laughs> without notifying me at all. All she said to me is like, you got kind of close to that car. And I was like, yeah, I did get kind of close to it. That's the point is to not hit it. That's what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> so they like call the, the first, police. This is like swatting. <laughs> yeah, she's dressed as Miss Incredible. <laughs> okay, so, so like already a bitch. It's got this angle of like Miss Incredible's being a bitch to me right now. <laughs> oh. Right, which is which is weird. So then they're like they're literally stalling me. She's like stalling me at the parts desk while they're waiting for the cops to arrive. No, completely unbeknownst to me. And you guys are across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we deal with them literally. all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm there all the time. Um, and so <laughs> I wasn't wearing a costume, by the way. I'm just like <laughs> dressed in my, I'm dressed in my normal fucking like it's those blue Sintas work shirts, you know, that have the name tag and the logo of the place you work. The police officer shows up dressed as Mayor McCheese. <laughs> well, oh, there, there, okay, was, there was so, a, there was a cop. There was a cop in the McDonald's crew. Was it? it oh was yeah, a, you're right. That was old school. She's stalling me. And I look outside and I see two more people from the dealership. This is after like 15 minutes. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like texting my boss. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm still waiting at the dealership for this part. Like I should have been back 10 minutes ago. (laughs) And I look outside and there's like two people talking to a cop pointing at the vehicle from the dealership. So I go outside and I'm like, hey, what's going on out here? And they're like, you hit this car. And I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> but the best part is, is like, it's <laughs> right as we're having this argument in front of the cops, Enterprise shows up <laughs> and two people get out of this car and the car that they think I, that the dealership thinks I hit belongs to Enterprise. So now we're throwing two more people into this situation. <laughs> There's already like six fucking people talking. Like it's insane. The best part is, they're all wearing costumes. (laughs) So there's like, there's a mummy and the incredible Hulk. And they're like, you hit this car. And I'm like, fuck how hell I did. (laughs) And then the cops, they look like they're wearing costumes too. Because they're dressed like fucking cops. They're dressed like officer Big Mac. It would have been funny if one of the enterprise employees was also dressed as a police officer. So like, then it got (laughs) really, it got real weird. Yeah. But it's like, it was just such a surreal experience. And then finally the cop, like he like basically just marks on his leg, the height of the mark on the car. They say I hit and goes over and it's like eight inches lower than the mark they think caused from my car. And he's like, yeah, those two marks didn't cause each other. And I was like, Sweet. Thank Can you. I go Thank now? You. And then he like <laughs> he like gives me a talk about taking it easy. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? You yeah, said I did. <laughs> You're not even supposed to be here. <laughs> anyway, wait, just... wait, is this a costume? <laughs> are you a cop? Is this a fucking prank? You guys. <laughs> just your coworkers. They happen to have a squad that someone oh, was trying to God. sell. The whole thing was just a, it was. And then Ashton Kutcher. Oh, yeah. They were out. servicing a cop car. And so someone came over and drove in it. It, and... it was such a weird like 
Like, why are you guys doing this? I know. Like, ah, oh, man. Happy Halloween, bro. You it doesn't have a great ending, but it was a fun journey. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's most of our episodes. <laughs> that job was not that bad most of the time, but then sometimes because the place I worked for was like a uh, no credit, no problem type place. Oh, so okay. Did you see one any of the people things you that... sold K2 to? <laughs> no, I this job was in Louisiana. Oh, fair um, enough. So it was very far away from the head shop I worked at. But I uh, they would install these devices in the ignition where unless you know enough about cars to just pull it out. If the cars were on weekly payments, and if you missed a payment, they make it so your car doesn't start. <laughs> they can actually just like fucking make it so that your car doesn't work from the office. Oh, that's like, a hilarious God. tech job. Wow. Dude, it was it it was like as far as like soul crushing, it was way worse than selling K2 because <laughs> these people were paying like 20 grand over the course of a couple years for a Ford Explorer that was bought at auction. You're right. Right. <laughs> They're, you know they're, what I mean? Like daily was, APR. They were getting ripped off so hard. If you thought they were ripping people off with K2. Yeah. It's like, imagine the flood damage Ford Explorer with 150,000 miles on it that costs $18,000. <laughs> no credit, no it's problem. It's only 100 bucks a week. Yeah. But the worst was uh, sometimes they would repo cars and we had to clean them. We had to clean them before they would decide if they would go to the junkyard or get like back fixed in. and put back in circulation. Oh, Jesus. And there was one time this car had been abandoned with a dirty diaper on the floorboard of the back seat. <sighs> and it had been there long enough to be the start of an anthill. <laughs> like that's where the anthill started with a fucking dirty diaper the anthill was this big oh my god with just like parts it looked like someone had taken a giant shit on top of a diaper because you could just see the outside of the diaper sticking out oh. and this car got put and back in a circular dust it's not actual dirt you could look like <laughs> You could look at it. No, no, it was there was shit in the diaper for sure. Oh, but what I'm saying, the, the pile the on top of the oh, diaper yeah. was like car dust from the floor, <laughs> yeah. the ants, sand from when they piled the up that one time. Yeah. It. The thing was, the best part was, is like you could look at the car and be like, "This is going to the junkyard." This has but to. but your boss is like, "Well, we got to clean it out and make sure." Like, oh, fucking we. we? <laughs> That's an interesting. <laughs> A few of those, and I was like, I'm good on this job. <laughs> I'm good on this. Oh, that's oh, that's depressing. How many dirty diapers do I see delivering pizza? Zero. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How many times have I been tipped in beer or weed cleaning out cars? <laughs> Never. <laughs> None. Did you say what pizza place that you work for, Nate? I didn't. Did on you do purpose. that on purpose? <laughs> yeah, it was on purpose. Yeah. He, he likes them. He, he, he likes yeah. that job. Yeah, only nice things to say about under the bus. He's like, yeah, fuck Northwest Airlines, but you know what? <laughs> right, right, right. Actually, that was a uh, that was St. Louis Pizza Company. Yes. <laughs> 
Actually, what's funny is now Panera is actually trying to be a pizza place. You see that? What? They're making pizzas now. They do flatbreads, flatbread pizzas. Oh yes, because it's made with it's made with uh, organic chicken sausage and uncured non-lethal pepperoni yeah. or something. And like, listen, if I'm not gonna, if it's not gonna take years off of my life, is it really pizza? Yeah, flatbread is just. Uh, come on, man. Dude, but I, I did have Italian Dunkers the other day and was like, "Fuck yeah, I miss." That's like that's one of the meals that I miss from high school lunch. What did like, like was it the actually the, the old school with the chemi- the chemi- cheese and the uh, and yeah, and just a nice big bucket of fucking marinara sauce to like <laughs> just way too much marinara, way too much. Sorry, is an Italian Dunker just like a breadstick? Pretty much, it's yeah. Like, it's, it's like a like, breadstick like with cheese. It's, Italian it's bread. Pe- they take yeah, they Garlic. take bread. Damn it. <laughs> Cheese. I hate soup sometimes. <laughs> bread, bread, cheese, garlic, bread. Marinara. You dip it. And you dip okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Was, all right. Somehow that was considered a healthy lunch uh, back in the day. <laughs> it's in, still in, a in moment sense. in history that I will look back upon fondly. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, we never had Italian dunkers. I don't know what the fuck happened in my. When pizza was declared a vegetable <laughs> by the Food and Drug Administration. <laughs> <laughs> In, a, in accordance with school lunches. So for schools to fulfill their vegetable serving quota, pizza was included in the vegetable category. Because of the tomato sauce, which we all right. know tomato is a fruit. Right. Oh, this is so great. I had no idea that that was like a, that's like a water pipes bong loophole. Exactly. <laughs> pizza is a vegetable. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Uh, we can't say pizza here. It's uh, you're going to have, would you like a, a cheese or a pepperoni slice of vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> we, we only got two go, flavors of vegetables today. <laughs> we know you're going to go into the cafeteria and eat it, but we got to tell you, you're not supposed to, this is not for human consumption. <laughs> Wouldn't that describe most high school lunches? <laughs> oh, yeah. Human consumption. That's some gruel right there. <laughs> that bag that they cut open said gruel on it. And they're like, oh, Italian dunkers. Let's just pour this out. Did you have any like when you were working either at like the head shop or when you're doing the pizza delivery? Did you have any like customers that you like you, you can't forget? Yeah. Uh, there was I there was a guy that got me fired from the head shop. Ooh, what? He was like a regular that was just a giant pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Where like, here's the thing: <laughs> uh, all the pipes are fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. But made at the same factory the K two is. Yeah, it's but he would always come in and like just like want to look at a bunch, but like it's a clear case you can see him. Mm-hmm. And never he always wanted us anything. to. No, he would buy something, but it was always like such an agonizing. It just like hurt my heart to watch him agonize over this decision for 45 minutes <laughs> when it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> like that was the thing that killed me where like because people would ask me, like, what's the what pipe should I get if I have this much money to spend? And I'm like, this one, <laughs> like this one. All you want is a fucking good bowl and a good hole on it. <laughs> So you're, that's all you want. That's all that really matters. You want a good, you want all the holes to be the right size <laughs> and you want a good place to put stuff in it. That's all that a pipe is. Um, 
And so I'd be like, and they're like, well, I don't like those colors. And I'm like, well, who gives a shit? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has to match my outfit. Yeah. Don't you realize that as you smoke it, it, it will slowly change colors to like, yeah, slowly it's going to go turn brown. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you buy some of this cleaning solution. And that's how you. So got, this guy, you like, try to yeah, be like artisanal about it. Yeah. It was like he was, you know how people, when you smoke weed, will like give you the genetic information about the weed you're smoking. Right. He was like trying to do that with the pipes. And I'm like, this is different, man. This is all shit from China. No one cares. <laughs> Go to class. The reason class. why it's curved here. <laughs> right. Like fucking get out of here. But there was one time where I was just like rude to him and he talked to my boss about it. And like I got fired. I was like, all right. Whoa. <laughs> Deuces. Yeah. Enjoy your Bob Marley. Schmo. Yeah. But... Play Franz Ferdinand as I'm walking out of here. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> That's actually pretty on point, like chronologically. Yeah. Take me out. That was, was a yeah, banger yeah, at that, that big, time. man. Good yeah. ones. Uh, pizza delivery was always fun, too. I, I, that, that's one of the jobs that I think I miss the most. Uh, just because of like the weird shit that happened, like the fun weird shit. Yeah. The the you know the people who aren't ready for the pizza. <laughs> That's the best, man. <laughs> just, uh, it was it was kind of great. Like they they ordered it and then they're almost surprised that it comes. Oh shit! Pizza. Uh, I was in the shower. <laughs> oh, that's I right. The, I was in the shower. <laughs> or that you walk up and you can clearly hear two people having sex. Well, that's a fun game, though. Mm-hmm. Is to try to bang it out before the pizza gets there. That's a <laughs> it's a fun race. That's a about to break up couple activity for sure. <laughs> this is we the only way we can get off. That up. We're running out of spice <laughs> to throw on yeah. this dying bonfire. And the head shop is out of spice, so now we the only way we can <laughs> the only way we can do it is if I, the, the the thirty minute guarantee really is a thirty minute guarantee. I that's can't one, come until I hear the knock on the door. That's right. one that they can't do anymore. They can't. They legally can't do the thirty minutes or less pizza places. They haven't been able to do that for like twenty some years because of like all the car accidents that happened because of it. <laughs> the insurance really companies got involved. But yeah. now, do you see that Domino's has a thing now where if uh, if you come to pick it up, there's mm-hmm. a two minute guarantee that for when they say it is ready to your car, if it is not there in two minutes, your next pizza is free. Which is kind of cool. It's a little cool, but like the com- the commercial it's for it weird. is wacky because it's just all of a sudden like there's bears outside. <laughs> <laughs> like so, it just unless, doesn't. Unless it doesn't like, really do, make any sense. Yeah, unless you're like delivering the, in rural Alaska, I don't really think this is an issue. <laughs> it was like giraffes running and zebras and shit, and you're like, all right, well, really, really, who, who, we got who screamed Jumanji? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, we don't just exist on this podcast uh, to talk about the stories and such. We we also exist to battle the scourge that is known as Karens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we go into our next segment, though, Nate Abshire, uh, we always like to ask our guests, how would you define a Karen? Uh, I like to define it as a... It's a white lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it has to be a Karen. I don't know what you call it if it's not a white lady, but it's definitely something else. I think it's a white lady that was once considered pretty. 
and has a sense of getting the world for free all the time based on past prettiness yeah and like is is butting up against the unfortunate reality that that's not happening anymore <laughs> and taking it out on everyone around them mm-hmm. oh yeah they're they're women who never developed a personality yeah yeah oh, i like that well each and every week uh, we scour the internet to find different Yelp reviews, Facebook reviews, Google reviews, sometimes tweets or handwritten notes. And it's a segment that we call the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, Karen. <laughs> this is Karen. I'm your boss. Each and every week, fellow contributor to the podcast, Third Mike, Minneapolis comedian and uh, saint of a human being, Rebecca Wilson, uh, dramatically reenacts one of these Karen readings. So here's Rebecca with the Karen of the week. Dear restaurant owners, I beg you, please do not turn your AC on so low that the kitchen crew is comfortable, but the guests are freezing. Nothing like having my food get cold as soon as it is placed on the table. Believe me, I know how hot those kitchens get, but if you make your customers so uncomfortable that they do not want to come back, you won't have to worry about your kitchen crew any longer. Yes. I always ask the staff to turn the AC to a warmer setting and they try to comply, but it doesn't always work. Thank you. Oh my God, eat shit and put on a sweater. (laughs) 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 Somehow I think that this applies to her at every restaurant she goes to, but yeah. doesn't recognize that it's her that just is the one who's uncomfortable in air conditioning. And when everyone else right. seems to not have a problem with it whatsoever. And, and I she... sweat everywhere I go. <laughs> yes. Because I'm a fat Hungarian man. <laughs> and that's just how it works. But I had no point blame anyone else for it. Mm-hmm. Because I I can look around with my human eyes (laughs) and I notice that I'm the only one sweating like the defendant in a murder trial in (laughs) 1920s Georgia. And she obviously has money because I believe that her husband, this Karen's husband, was the one that invented uh, dual climate control in vehicles. (laughs) (laughs) He was sick of just dealing with like, can you, I'm just so cold in here. It's just so cold in this car. It's like, Jesus Christ, fucking put a sweater on. Why did I marry you, Karen? (laughs) I have to say, actually, it was really appropriate, your definition of a Karen, because that really applied to what we just listened to. (laughs) (laughs) I love the... Also, that she makes an effort to appeal to the common man halfway through the complaint. Believe me, I know how hot it gets in a kitchen. Mm 
<laughs> Do you fuck though? Them cooks. Fuck them. Do cooks. Have you ever really been in a kitchen, Karen? Here's the thing. I can guarantee you that they're not trying to keep the kitchen comfortable. Right. Because it's impossible. No. <laughs> so the kitchen's going to be fucking hot because you're standing over a stove the whole time. They're, they're trying to make it so their servers and bartenders and hosts aren't like passing out from heat exhaustion. Yeah. Right. Walking through, like running through the restaurant. Guaranteed it was warmer than 75 degrees. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> It was like 78 degrees in here. And she's like, I, it's a chill. There's a chill. It's a bit cold. The food gets cold as soon as it's put down. Fuck you. Really? <laughs> well, really? She has to take a bunch of Instagram photos for it, Joe. Like, come on. You, you do, are you even going out to eat if you don't yeah. document it? Exactly. Fair point. Ugh. Ugh. Like, this, yeah, this is just a, you don't get to eat at this cold restaurant anymore enjoy fucking <laughs> I, only love, I would love if it was like it was like a fucking cold stone creamery <laughs> <laughs> it was like an ice cream shop and they're like it's a little hey, chilly man, in here it's a little chilly Listen, i know how hot it can get in the back at Baskin i understand Robbins. you have to keep it cold in here to keep the ice cream from melting but <laughs> if she was in a cold stone cream it's too hot in here the ice cream melts as soon as you put it down on the table. Did Matt freeze? If you lose oh, no. all your customers, are you going to even have to worry about keeping the ice cream cold? <laughs> what a fucking. <laughs> I, I just wish that restaurants weren't so like in need of everyone to be happy mm-hmm. and just be like, you know what? Fuck you. You're done. Yeah. Now, you, now you just can't come here anymore. You, you're done. I, Is it too cold for you? Well, you know what? It, it shit's good. about to get colder. You're good. It's too cold for you. Good. That's that's what we want. It's cold we want. outside too, you whiny bitch. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that Yelp and stuff like that really killed the ability for a restaurant to be like, dude, you just suck. Don't yeah. come back. Everyone's a food connoisseur now. Right. Everyone's like, oh, well, the ketchup here is a little spicy. It's the normal kind. <laughs> Fuck you, you're done. Ketchup spicy. <laughs> Don't cook oh, your own food. That's a review from Minnesota. Right. Like, what is the what's the restaurant on the Mall of America where you get to yell at your where the waiters get to yell Next at the last customers? resort? Oh, that closed. Yeah, what? The one at the MOA closed. I would I'm love to see those Yelp depressed. reviews. My waiter oh. called me a dick. That that's that's a fun <laughs> YouTube. That's a fun rabbit hole to go down. Uh, <laughs> looking up Google reviews for Dick's Last Resort. Because there's people who do not understand what the concept of that restaurant is at all. <laughs> and they're just like, I came in, they wrote really mean things on a paper hat for me and threw napkins and <laughs> oh my god. Or or um so much innuendo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know what who and this Richard it was, is. It's a little chilly. It was <laughs> when I mentioned how cold it was, you told me you, you wrote something mean on my hat. It's weird that she would feel the cold being an ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and much like people who don't quite understand what Dick's Last Resort is, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? Why did it fail? Everything was squared away. Everything was squared away. I had my plan written down. I had my plan written down. I thought I 
stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I have to figure out why. Gee, why did it fail? Gee, why did it fail is a segment that we do every week where we talk about different restaurant chains, products, and let's face it, commercials. And we have to ask ourselves, why, why do you think that didn't work out? Why, didn't, why do you think that wasn't a good one? Uh, we've been on a, a, a kick lately. We, we, tend to, we love to beat a dead horse because sometimes when you find a gold mine, you have to keep going back to it. Uh, New Coke. Do you, do you yes. remember New Coke, Nate? Yes. The, the I remember 19- that it was a thing. In the 1980s, they were trying to change the, 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 the formula for Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Because they want there was the cola wars, which we all know, um, you know those those are the troops that we need to be supporting the the, you know, the veterans <laughs> of the cola wars. <laughs> you know you know what they don't talk about they don't talk about the RC veterans <laughs> or the Shasta Brigade. Yeah, or the Great Conflict <laughs> of the Dew, eighteen seventy six. Ah, you mean the Great Dew Wars? <laughs> the Dew Wars. Uh, Colonel Mellow Yellow. <laughs> uh, so um, we just like this one. We just like these commercials because, frankly, they they do not age well. Um, do you do you know? I, I suppose if you're not familiar with uh, if you aren't familiar with uh, the the new Coke, they they had a celebrity uh, spokesman for New you Coke. All this. Uh, their their celebrity spokesman was Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh no and oh, sorry uh, we're bre- my connection it's breaking up <laughs> oh no <laughs> are you trying to get on that are you trying to get uh, he's, he's out are you trying to are you trying to open for him is that what you're trying to no no <laughs> i will not be a part of besmirching the image of dr cosby Doc- dr bill cosby honorary but still rice university um although i think they took away i think they took away all of his honorary he's been defrocked oof that's rough man they like broke into his house while he was in jail he got acquitted okay guys can we (laughs) because someone didn't or something yeah right um well these commercials just they they have not aged well (laughs) and uh just without further ado here is uh this week's g why did it fail I will now predict the exact moment in time when every single one of you will enjoy the best tasting Coca-Cola ever. It will be the very moment that you pick up this can, because inside this can is the new taste of Coca-Cola. The best tasting Coca-Cola ever. You will taste the new taste immediately, and you will like it a lot. Now, if you're a Coke drinker, wait till you taste this one. If you're a Pepsi drinker, well, I predict we're going to be real friendly from here on in for a long, long time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we're going to be oh. real friendly from here on in. <laughs> drink the drink. Come on, drink the drink. Just drink it. Oh, that is that is unfortunate. <laughs> I love the I love the crystal ball and the like. Oh, yeah. You know. New Coke didn't do well, and neither did uh, a lot of things in the future. You wish you could have predicted. <laughs> he looks good, though. <laughs> well, this was uh, eight. This, was... <laughs> <laughs> this bit so is spry. not landing at all. <laughs> Drink the fucking soda. <laughs> Drink it. And I still hate their slogan. I can predict the future. You're getting very sleepy. Drink the drink. <laughs> You're getting sleepy. 
that's they're bringing back new coke now <laughs> with cosby as the well no remember remember it's the it's we 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 pitched we pitched it a couple episodes ago it's going to be called coke pm yes coke pm <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird man also Just fucking drink the soda <laughs> drink it you're Wait, gonna like face. it <laughs> we're gonna be real good friends if you drink it yeah you think with that crystal ball he would have thought you know maybe just maybe he's gonna have some legal troubles in about 30 years yeah exactly no foresee in the future there uh i love that this is extremely low budget sets oh yeah it's like the last one was just him with the well, can of soda probably got paid it. 30 million exactly to do it and they're like they well you to... gotta somehow streamline the production on this yes it was probably part of his contract that he was available for like 30 minutes right <laughs> yeah so we're gonna you have to like fly him these. in it's 30 minutes and then <laughs> they had a whole <laughs> script and then that's what happened they're like right. okay bill we have 30 minutes to film this uh mr cosby we did you get the script that we gave you uh, yeah I, I think i'm gonna do it this way all right, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna old... try to put taste in the word or in a commercial as many times as I can. When you taste the taste, <laughs> it's gonna be so tasty. That, that part was a little awkward <laughs> for sure. As soon as you open the can, you'll smell the new taste. And you're like, taste oh, the Bill, taste what? of the taste. The new taste, you'll taste it. It's like when it <laughs> that reminds would be a great like slogan. when people use the word taste to mean flavor, right? <laughs> right, because that's what he's doing. Is it's you'll taste the taste. No. No, you taste the flavor. <laughs> it has taste, so much taste. You taste what it it's tastes full of taste. like. You fucking dumb. <laughs> now with even more taste. And you Pepsi drinkers, you're gonna like this too. Like that. Yeah, that that's the, the part I liked is if you was just going after him. They got real explicit. Remember the taste tests? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, which are technically flavor tests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair mm-hmm. but i remember like at the skating rink when i was a kid they would they would have reps that were it was always pepsi reps that did the taste test because pepsi has more sugar in it so kids mm-hmm. like it more in a blind taste test right <laughs> so they would they would always give you the two little plastic cups and then they're like which one do you like and you're like that one and like that's pepsi <laughs> which also it was a very unscientific study <laughs> like because i think they just always were like it's pepsi <laughs> pepsi's the one you like go drink pepsi can you turn the little the labels around and show me that i actually drank pepsi no no no, no. no, no, no. just take my word for pepsi. it pepsi. get out of here you scamp it's good for you drink more soda we'll do a kickflip <laughs> go to pepsi. a kickflip at the skate park i think he's a, he's a skating rink I, I did, but either way, it works. No, I'm just, I'm, I want to see someone do a kickflip on roller skates now. That's what I really want. How does that It's happen? K2. What? <laughs> a, bl- a blind smoke test. All right. We, we actually found that most people preferred the K2 over regular marijuana. <laughs> it was soup the whole time. <laughs> Turns out you like broccoli cheese. <laughs> this was all brought to you by the St. Louis Incense Company. Please do not. It's just incense. St. Louis Saint- Incense Company, not for human consumption. The St. Saint- the Saint Louis Cola Company. Uh- <laughs> we have a whole litany of companies to start that only in, only in St. Louis. Yes. 
uh the cold, but again like the, i just except the, our salsa will still be from new york city oh yes york city. yeah we have a we have a made salsa, in minnesota we have a salsa company called new york city salsa company established in minneapolis <laughs> minnesota <laughs> wait i, I mispronounced it's the new york city salsa Thank company you. established minneapolis minnesota awful service podcast 2019 um this has been a fun episode but i think we need to we can 86 the podcast but before we do Nate, we have one more. We have one more segment. This one doesn't have a song, though, so I do apologize for that. Oh no! What the fuck, man? I know. Well, they're they're working on one. Um, okay. I'm sure. I actually, with those guys, I would not be surprised if they have one like in ready to go. Um, there's the last segment of the podcast uh, we call Human Yelp Reviews. That's for you, Nate Abshire. You get to review the podcast. Um, you can do it out of a five star review, but that is merely a suggestion. You can use as many stars as you like. Um, you can review us either individually or the podcast as a whole, and whenever you're ready. Well, I give it 17 sc- stars. Love it. <laughs> Seems sensible. I'm not saying what it's on a scale of. <laughs> Sounds like a lot, though. But so. it's between... Thanks. One isn't even the lowest, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, the lowest is 86 stars. <laughs> that means you're done. <laughs> you guys got 17 stars which is actually more than 34 stars which is what i gave the last podcast <laughs> it's a jeremy Baramy scale <laughs> where you, it's not nec- the the numbers higher and lower is not necessarily relevant to the quality but 17 stars is a score that you should be very proud of um <laughs> with pride Honestly, I found the the climate control in the establishment of this podcast <laughs> is exactly on point. It's almost as if I was in my own home. That's how glad we make you feel that comfortable the whole time. I felt almost as if I was sitting at my desk uh, recording this whole thing. So that was amazing. Really, you guys just really made me feel at home. <laughs> That's what uh, we try. We work. We real pride ourselves on our atmosphere. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's definitely. I also Down like home style podcasting. We're the cracker barrel Nate. of podcasts. There was another Nate. I give that sixteen stars. Always helps. Much. Which you is that Nate bump? Those two numbers are much farther apart than you might think. <laughs> 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 but that's still much better than the last Nate I met, which I give thirteen and a half stars. So, Ooh. yeah, not a good, not a good, score. not a good yeah, 13 and a half score. is not a good score. Anytime you get a half point, it's really you're falling through the cracks. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm really here's the thing. Uh, I got to be honest with you guys. I'm not a Yelp guy. I can have the worst time at a restaurant. And I'm like, well, I'm just not going to buy shit from them anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like. You have to really fuck me up to get 20% as a tip. <laughs> like, you got to really piss me off to only get 20% as a tip. Mm-hmm. And part of me is like, well, then they'll never learn. But also, I don't really believe in using tips as like a learn. It's not a learning. Ma- no one's learning from it. No, Anytime I ever got stiffed delivering pizza, I was like, what a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was never like, what, what lesson done different? <laughs> <laughs> because it's never about you. No, right. It's about the fucking person. So I just, the whole Yelp thing is like, 
The one guy I would like to give the Yelp review to, actually, if I could stretch this even longer, is uh, the guy that gave me my COVID test before I got surgery in May (laughs) can fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I have never had someone put something inside me so angrily (laughs) in my whole fucking life. I swear to God, he was trying to break my skull with a Q-tip up my nose. <laughs> like this guy was—I don't know what his fucking deal was, but every—I've actually been back to the same lab for other work, and like every time, like one time they were like going to have him draw my blood, and I was like, no. "Nope, <laughs> I will Anyone wait for her to be ready." <laughs> <laughs> this guy used a Q-tip, and it didn't end well. <laughs> Had a bloody nose for two days. <laughs> he used a Q-tip in my nose. Just, I mean, it was like he would. It felt like this didn't actually happen, but it felt like he grabbed me by the back of the head and was like, "Fucking here it comes, <laughs> dickhead!" It's like he was going for a lobotomy. You walked funny for a week. <laughs> I was, I, I'm still mad about it. <laughs> like I was like mad enough. I was like I debated calling and being like, "This guy's a dick." Just so you guys know. <laughs> I didn't do it, but fuck that. That's that's the Yelp review that I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that guy. in. That's a new aspect of this segment is like you probably if you're a guest on this show, you probably don't leave Yelp reviews in any capacity. But if you've ever wanted to leave one, here's your chance. Now, (laughs) new segment. (laughs) At the Burnsville Park Nicollet lab. (laughs) (laughs) We all know that 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 lab listens to our podcast heavy. They're 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 big supporters. So that's good. They're going they're going to get this. Yeah. I I don't I don't I don't fucking if he finds out this way, <laughs> that's the best. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go get some blood work done. Fucking caring about it. I'm right? going to get some blood work done and I'm going to play the podcast episode uh, <laughs> just on on speaker without I'm perfectly happy if he figures out bro. what a fucking dick he is. <laughs> as long as I don't have to like call his boss. <laughs> Oh, plus I don't want that guy. I'll wait for the girl. Yeah. I know what smart, happens. Very I smart. know how this ends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Nate, how do people follow you? Uh, I'm Nate Abshire on the things. It's at <laughs> Nate Abshire on Twitter. It's Nate Abshire on Instagram. All that stuff. I got a website. It's NateAbshire.com. I have an album that came out about six months ago. It's called Coming In Hot from 800 pound gorilla records and uh you can find that streamed anywhere uh i mean not like the places you would normally find things streaming not really anywhere yeah uh it's really funny and it's not doing too well so listen to it on pandora uh i mean it's it's doing fine i just would like to make some money so Ah, yeah go people should go listen to that just don't give it a bump just, just play it and just put your phone on mute you don't even have to listen I mean, listen, listen to, to it. Listen to it once. You know, listen in. Then, and listen then you can to it. And then, then have play auto replay. You know? Yeah, I, I was sick of it by the time it came out, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard all those jokes a lot of times. <laughs> but it's pretty good. You know, it's my first album, and uh, we'll have the next one coming out, you know, eventually. Great. That's about it. Beautiful. Uh, the show uh, is going to drop in a couple weeks. Is there any, like, late November, December shows you want to plug? Mm. Actually, I'll be no. 
No, I did St. Louis already. I'll be in Indy in December. <laughs> I'm, doing, uh, I'm doing the helium in Indianapolis. Uh, December 10th, 9th and 10th or 10th and 11th, something like that. Whatever the weekend is. 10th and 11th. Yep. Yep. And uh, oh, I'm doing uh, the Comedy Shrine in Aurora, Illinois for New Year's. Nice. nice. Yeah, it's going to be shrine. It's going to be great. Couple of the cool thing about that venue is you get, you can hop over to the improv theater and watch a show with people in it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you can watch one of the different improv groups that we were talking about earlier in the episode. <laughs> and then you can go back to the stand-up comedy room and be like, man, this would be fun if there were people in here. <laughs> it's, why is Also, that? I'm joking around because I have not been there in like seven years, but... <laughs> Please come. <laughs> I'm not a good salesman. I I it's wish that you I was playing, streaming your album for him in a room. <laughs> it's actually a listen party. <laughs> it's just you watching the reaction. That of the would people be listening. That would be the most baller way to not do a set when there's no people at a gig. Well, you know, when you get to a gig and there's like four people and they're like, "Oh, we're doing the show," and I'm be like, "I'm just gonna play on my album." Yeah, <laughs> it has I'm canned laughter already built in. I'm gonna be able to pause it and give liner notes. <laughs> it's gonna be a whole experience. We're doing a documentary tonight, actually. A little backstory and <laughs> contest. If you did any act outs, you act it out in front of the people that are there. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing this shit on fucking bar at bar gigs. I don't feel like doing my act. We're just gonna do. We're gonna do commentary on my album. <laughs> gonna, you're gonna start lip syncing it like you're Millie Vanilli. Yeah, or uh, uh, Hulk Hogan's daughter on SNL, right? Didn't she? That wasn't Hulk Hogan's daughter. That was Jessica Brooke Simpson's Hogan. sister. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It was Jessica Simpson's <laughs> sister. Whatever. Wow, I am. That's amazing that you guys know all these things. Do you, do, you, do you remember when Jessica Simpson's little sister lip synced on SNL? No, yeah, they played the they play and they played the wrong song. And they they played the wrong song, and she just had to get weird and dance and like Amazing. just like did this like. Oh, and then they oh, just oh, quick just... quick commercial, quick commercial, go 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 go. Is that a joke? It's a live show. They're new to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. they'd only been, at that point had only been doing it, you know, for thirty four years. Yeah. Uh, and it's been funny for three of those, right? Yeah. So non consecutively though, so you've got to right, figure right. it. Actually, you gotta have, find the ones. I have a theory about SNL before we, before we go into anything. Oh, fuck, it's a podcast. Who cares? Um, the best season is the season that when you were thirteen years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't matter. Like, cause anybody who talks about that show, they're like, "Oh, it's the it was the the Ackroyd, uh, it was the Ackroyd Murray years." Yeah, how old were you? Well, I was in my early teens. Oh, it was <laughs> the it was the Dana Carvey, uh, Mike Myers that those those series seasons. Oh, how old are you? I was like 13, 14. You know, or the will. It's, there's always when they were in the It's like the same teams. way that people like the doors. <laughs> the band is shit. You like it because you listen to it as a teenager. It's like my fire, baby. There's a ton of stuff like that. I mean, it's like the same way that people are nuts about Dune and like uh, Ender's Game and Lord of the Rings. Like, they're fine books. They're mm-hmm. fine. They're not that good. You read them in your formative years. But you read them when you were you hadn't read books. <laughs> right? I, haven't, I haven't gone back and read Ender's Game. Does it not hold up? No. 
it's fucking garbage. I mean, it's fine. I got sleepy boners to that that book. Uh, Yeah, no, dude. Kids, here's the thing: is I think also that 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 book really caters to adolescent dreams of omnipotence. (laughs) (laughs) Where like you love to imagine that you're the chosen. That's why kids love that kind of shit. Like love the chosen one narratives. The Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, it just Skywalker. When you're young, you're still able to imagine that you're special. <laughs> it's not till you get to ad- adulthood that you crushingly learn that you're not. And then once you grow up, you're like, well, this is fucking garbage. Right. Um, here's the thing. Ender's Game is still fine. The central premise of it doesn't really hold up to adult scrutiny. Like, oh, you're the smartest person in the known universe and don't know that everyone's lying to you for the whole <laughs> fucking book. Like it. So, so a lot of that stuff, like, like Lord of the Rings is a great story. The book is not well written. No, <laughs> it's passable at mm-hmm. best. No one, no one wanted to give JR some, uh, 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 Mr. Tolkien. They didn't want to give him notes. They didn't want to be like, Hey, you know, you could probably cut about a third of this. Right. Yeah, or like how about less poems and songs? Just a, <laughs> just a suggestion, <laughs> right? Or even just don't be allergic to creating tension. There's like <laughs> so many actions, like sequences in the novels where like he like breaks in as soon as it starts, just so you know everyone ends up okay. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Come on, man. <laughs> Oh, and then, I mean, as long as we're breaking down the works of Tolkien and his writing tendencies, a lot of deus ex machina moments, too. And then Gandalf shows up and saves the day. Right, (laughs) right. There's narratively, there's a lot of like mechanics where it's like, this is just not (laughs) that great. But it's a, you know, so whatever. I just think. Mm. fucking people without having experienced it in 15 or 25 years are like it's the best thing ever <laughs> like yeah it's fine go read the Cimmerillion and leave the rest of us alone read the seventh dune book and then tell me yeah. frank was a fucking genius right <laughs> like <laughs> they go downhill real let, let me say i'd be impressed if you even get to starting book four yeah, I think I finished the third one and I was like, nah. That's pretty much uh, everyone's cutoff point. I just want to point out that this this podcast went full circle because we started by talking about K2 and we ended with talking about the spice. The spice. Mm-hmm. It must flow. All right. Uh, yeah. Joe, how do people follow you? Um, I, I don't know, man. They, it's It's <laughs> up to them to find me. I'm out there having some fun. You come find me and let's go have some fun. And uh, I, Nate, I don't know if you guys know this uh, little known fact. I'm pretty sure ants have a sense of smell. Uh, so an anthill on a diaper is like a disgusting <laughs> ant town. That's yeah, you live in the ant slum. Fucking they gross were real ants. degenerates, man. <laughs> they, they were actually German ants. Yeah. Yes. Real harder daddy vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Choke me with your thorax. <laughs> uh. Uh, Nate Smezrud, sorry. How do people follow Smezrud. you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you can find me at Nathan Smezrud on Facebook and Twitter and N Smezrud on Instagram. Um, lots of things in development, uh, comedy wise, coming up. No firm dates yet, but uh, the world of possibilities 
keeps getting bigger and bigger. Loving it. Nice. I'll be possibly running two rooms. Uh, uh, yeah, two two rooms in the coming future. All yes, right. Boy. I love the future where we're coming. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you can follow me. I'm Matt Doima on Facebook and Instagram. I am at Chubby Waiter on Twitter, as I believe in truth and advertising. Uh, <laughs> For me, of course, as I plug every week, every week, Wednesday nights, St. Cloud, Minnesota, Keller Bar. Uh, doors open at 8, show starts at 9. It's a fun little open mic in a punk rock bar in St. Cloud, Minnesota. And those are words you never thought you'd hear all together. <laughs> but it's a good time. It's a fun time. Come on out. I'll buy you a Sprite. It'll be good. Uh, as for shows, the only one I have on the books... On December 17th at the Dallas House in uh, St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin, myself, Joe Cocazello, Shiloh Blake, Carly McMenamin, and we're going to be telling you dirty jokes because it's Carly's Triple yeah. X show. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a hoot and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, but we all know that halves aren't great, as we've heard in the episode. So, you know, it's going to be two hoots. It's going to be a, hoot hoots. Hoot. a double hoot. Full hoots. It'll be hoot. Hoots. That's almost a hoot and nanny. Yeah. Oh God! Another when wow we couldn't we couldn't do this we couldn't end the show without having one more shitty improv group name. <laughs> Two hoots, putting <laughs> for sleepy sleepy boners, and what was the third one? I don't. I There's don't been know. more than three. We've got <laughs> <laughs> There's more than three. Is also another shitty improv group. <laughs> uh, Can I get another suggestion? There's more than three. Oh. Oh, man. And they're still going to have better audiences than us. Um, this has been a blast. Thank you, Nate Abshire, for joining us on the pod. This is a lot of fun. Um, as always, uh, make sure to throw a suggestion and a location out to your local improv groups. And have a good night. It's time to count the till. Sweep the floors and mop the spills. Say of the trash and turn out the light tell me why i try this whole damn thing is a lie so i'll take my tips my services have earned me this maybe i will find a way out but for now i'll count my tips and lock the door